This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Ah, 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 ah. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Boy, are we all glad it's freaking Friday. <laughs> I'm half nuts today. Uh, welcome to Friday uh, before the, the big Labor Day weekend. Thank you, Jesus, for three days off. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please forgive me for my bullcrap and, uh, you know, in, 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 embolden me and strengthen me to nap quite heavily over the next three days. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. I just want to nap, man. That's all I wanted to do. Trey was like, what you doing, Sean? What you got going this weekend? I'm like, napping? <laughs> After this week, I want a nap, okay? I just want a nap. It's like a tale of two cities over there. Trey's going to go home, fire up the Harley, and <laughs> right. take these amazing road trips. You know, he'll post some cool photos. He'll you know, eat some decent food, and right. you're going to be sitting on, sitting on your ass at home taking a nap. That's right, fluffing my pillow. Watching gun smoke. Well, and some Hallmark. I promise my wife would watch some Hallmark Channel. I'll never complain about watching Hallmark again. Well, you want a nap. So. Well, there you go. Uh, that's it like helps. A, like a two-hour nap right there. So that was uh, Jen Psaki uh, asking uh, a Catholic reporter from the Eternal World Television Network, you know, or, or telling him he's never been pregnant. And how do you know, Jen? Because um, he was asking, and we're going to play the full audio here in a second. Because he was asking, uh, you know, how does uh, Joe Biden, you know, jab his, uh, you know. Justify his his pro-choice opinions and his hatred of the Texas abortion law with being a Catholic, as my mom used to say. She's from the Midwest. Those Catholics. He's a Catholic, and so uh, it's a well, it's a valid question, right? If you're Catholic, you're supposed to be pro-life. That's kind of the way it works. Joe's been asked that before, and and Saki responded uh, with this. Following up on the census law, why does the president support abortion when his own Catholic faith teaches abortion is morally wrong? He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. Why does the president, who does he believe then should look out for the unborn child? He believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions, uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, <laughs> nor have you ever been pregnant, but for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their rights should be respected. Go ahead. I think we got to move on. I think we have to move on. You've had plenty of time today. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jen Psaki. You know, can, I'm at, can, I, after this, can I be honest with you guys? She just brings out like the sexist pig chromosome in me. You know what I mean? Like she just makes me want to be a sexist pig. Just I, I I'd like I'd like to somehow finagle my way into the White House press corps. Just one day, man. Just one day. Oh uh, yeah, Sean from KTSA News. Uh Jen, uh first off, you're looking good. Uh, I like the hairstyle and uh 
dig the dress. Uh, just one question. Could you make me a sandwich? You know what I mean? I just She makes me want to be a sexist pig. She does. I'm really not a sexist pig, but she makes me want to be a sexist pig. She's that unpleasant. Oh, you know what? And she's bossy. I just said it. Uh, Jen, yeah, Sean, uh, KTSA News. Could you get me a cup of coffee? <laughs> just because I, wa- I want to see her like the laser beam shoot out of her eyes. You know what I mean? Uh, follow-up question. Could you get me a cup of coffee and make me a sandwich? And would you all shut up about The Handmaid's Tale? You haven't even read the damn book. <laughs> I'm so sick of that, too, man. Chris, is that an HBO That's an HBO show, right? That book came out in the freaking mid, mid-80s, man. It came out in 1985. Uh, the first film version was a, a version uh, with Robert Duvall. And, you know, so all these people who can't shut up about The Handmaid's Tale, they, they don't even know what they, half the time, I, I think they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Because they've seen a couple episodes of the HBO, oh, it's The Handmaid's Tale in Texas. Chris, it's The Handmaid's Tale. We're going to start throwing chicks in prison here in Texas. You know, I here's the dealio, okay? First off, uh, the, the, the and we were talking about this on Where in Rima, Okay. There, I, this idea popped out of my noggin on, on Warren Rima. All right, here's the dealio, okay? The one thing they don't want to talk about is Afghanistan. I'm not saying that in, in, in any other, at any other time with such a law going on the books, because the law is, you know, it's pretty extreme to, from their perspective. Um, they wouldn't be screaming and yelling about, about the Texas abortion law. But, one of the reasons that they can't shut up about the Texas abortion law, too, is that they don't want to talk about Afghanistan. Well, it's okay, because in Afghanistan, they're doing forced abortions. <laughs> right, right. They're kicking pregnant women in the, in the stomach. So, it, it, as Trey said, the abortion law in Texas, it's, it's a win-win for the moron base, the liberal puke base. It can all unite around uh, their hatred of the Texas abortion law. And they don't have to worry about Afghanistan anymore. Uh, you know, the, the media, MSNBC has been doing largely flood coverage and abortion law coverage. You know, meanwhile, we still have uh, all kinds of folks, thousands of folks who are trapped in Afghanistan who are going to die in a really horrible way, including like, wow, women and children, uh, women and girls. I guess that's what gets me about this this whole thing right now with the Texas abortion law, is they're going crazy over it, but they apparently don't give a crap about the women and girls in in Afghanistan. I mean, we we it was verified that like this one woman who was, if the Taliban show up, I, I we didn't really talk about it on this show, but I know Markley Van Camp and Robbins were talking about it, that the Taliban show up and you're there and you're a woman, you got to make them something to eat, right? And she they didn't like what she made them to eat, so they set her on fire. But Texas is the handmaid's tale. Ugh. You know, it's just, it, 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 it all makes me nuts. So, yeah, Jen Psaki, I'm just being totally honest with you. She does. She brings out the pig in me. She just makes me want to be the most boorish, typically toxic male, I guess, would be the label now. Chris, wouldn't that be funny just once to get in there? I'm going to talk to Dennis Foley. Don Morgan, can you put a message into Dennis? I want to get into the, pre- the White House press corps just once. Just once before Saki resigns in shame. I want to get in there just once. 
Well, Just so I can ask her to make me a sandwich. What? Andre did call, and he said he would support your room and board. Who did? Andre did? Well, th- there you go. Just so yeah, I can get in there. there. Uh, Jen, yeah, Sean, KTSA News. Uh, looking good. Boy, you're looking hot today. Uh, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Have you ever grilled your own tortillas? <laughs> do you know how to do that, Jeff? A question for you. Since you've never really lived in Texas, should you have an opinion on what's going on in Texas? Right. <laughs> you beltway blank. <laughs> no. That's what we used to call it. You beltway blank. Uh, Jen, uh, you ever made your old man dinner? <laughs> she does. She just brings out the pig in me. I just want to be that guy. Even though I'd never be allowed in the press corps again. You know, and neither would Dennis. I, I would just like to <laughs> I would just like to get in there just once. Just so I could be a total jerk, man. Right. Well, you know, Dennis used to live in DC. I know. Well, we actually here. worked at the, we didn't work together, but we passed through the same radio station. Right. In Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh Jen, yeah, yeah, Sean, KTSA News, uh, just one question. Have you ever worn a prairie dress? You know, I just wanna you know, just I just wanna throw it out there. Cause I bet you'd look really hot in a prairie dress. <laughs> she does man she just makes me want to be that guy just once man you could be one of the angles <laughs> that's terrible one of the angles <laughs> hey jen were you a fan of a uh, little house on the prairie uh ah, what a great show you were skipped down the hill you were skipped down the hill jen, in a prairie dress <laughs> <laughs> I do, man. I do. <laughs> just just to see the look in her eye. Just to see that look of fire in her eye and rage. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, yeah, Jen, uh, Ms. Saki, yeah, Sean, I'm new here from KTS, the KTSA newsroom uh, in, in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, have you ever made banana bread? <laughs> do you have a banana bread recipe? Big old fan of banana bread. I put butter on it. Do you put butter on your banana banana bread? All right, uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to see it, is the president going to say he was there to see it? <laughs> uh, Jen, uh, Sean Ryan, KTSA News. Why is the president so full of crap? Is it dementia or is he just a lying sack of you know what? Oh, by the way, you're looking hot today. God. Now go make me a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> you know you people out there are laughing your asses off. 210-599-5555. Cause you'd like to see it too, wouldn't you? You'd like to see old weird Uncle Sean in the in the White House press room just once, don't you? Don't you? All right. Uh, Jen, uh, Thanksgiving, do you make your own pies? <laughs> or do you buy them at the at the star, at, the, at the Safeway? Go back to the butter. <laughs> you beltway weirdo. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Sorry. Uh, well, you know, you're you're thinking it too. Uh, we're gonna take a little break, and uh, uh, actually, uh, James, hang on. Actually, let's talk to James real quick now. James, how you doing, man? Good. How are you doing, Sean? Oh, not too, not too bad, man. What's what's on your brain there? It's 
Friday, right? Um, I find it interesting that Jen Psaki just confirmed all the conservative beliefs that men cannot actually bear children due to their biological makeup. Well, you know, we were... We were uh, wondering about that because I thought uh, a big part of their agenda right now is that uh, dudes uh, can get uh, can get preggers, you know. But I guess they can't. Yeah, he, she, him, they, them, yeah, their, really work out. Timmy, yeah. So you know, all right, man. No, I appreciate right, the call. Take care, man. D- Demi Lovato's another one I like to be a total sexist pig to because now she's a they and a them. Do you make your own enchiladas, Demi? What's your recipe? All right. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. 22 minutes after 9. I'm Sean. Uh, phone lines are open. It's Friday, so and we're all exhausted. It's been a really heavy week. It's still a heavy week, and uh, so whatever's on your brain, just call us up. 210-599-5555. 210 599 Um, so, Joe Biden, you know, look, just as a, as a post note, if you will, or postscript, one final word, uh, on, on the Jen Psaki thing. And, and I'm going to tell you this because I know from personal experience. Okay. And th- this is another one of the reasons why your old weird Uncle Sean has largely a deep contempt for politicians. And people who, who of poli- the, the political world, okay? And I know this because I grew up 20 minutes outside of D.C. in Baltimore, okay? <clears throat> people inside the Beltway are some of the most horrible people you will ever meet in your life. Rich political types and bureaucrats and lobbyists who live inside the Beltway... And they live in their silly McMansions in Northern Virginia. Are and Chevy Chase are some of the most arrogant, haughty, unpleasant people you will ever meet in your life, male or female. They're horrible people. <laughs> they just are. They're obnoxious. They're conceited. Uh, you know, uh, and they're just really, really, really freaking unpleasant people. They just are. Some of my least favorite people on the planet are people who live inside the Beltway in Northern Virginia and, and D.C. and who live in that world, you know? Ugh, that. <laughs> and, and Jen Psaki is that. I mean, she, just, it ain't nothing with, it ain't got nothing to do with her being a chick there, uh, uh Chris. She's just of that culture, man, and it's just, ah, oh, God. Ugh, they just think they walk on freaking water. They, they do. They just believe they're the most exceptional people on the planet, one way or the other. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's, it's, they are, they are truly obnoxious people. By and large. By and large. You know what? And, and, uh, we, I know we heard, uh, we saw a study the other day that said that San, is San Antonio is, has one of the, you know, worst problems with traffic. Um, if you want to die in a fiery car wreck, okay, go, go drive along Route 50 in, in, in into, into DC. 
Because in, in, in that world, you're not, you're not sitting in traffic, okay? Uh, you're, you're dealing with Beltway idiots in their expensive cars, their expensive Swedish cars. And they will run your ass off the road. You, you know why? Because I'm important. I have to get there. <laughs> it's, it's like the Autobahn. I mean, it, it's madness. I've got an important meeting in Colombia. I have to get there. I have to be in Chevy Chase in five minutes. Little people with your minivan, you know. Horrible people. Here's Brown. Brown, how you doing? I'm doing great, John. <clears throat> it's great. It's good to hear you back on air, man, with all your energy, brother. <laughs> Thank I you. Love it, man. Because hey, after you know, the show's man. over, I, after the show's over, I go, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel the same after I get out of work, too, man. I right. get all I got to go home and I crash. You know? yeah. yeah, I just wanted to make a comment, man. I had a, a person that was talking to me about the abortion uh, regulations that our governor just put in. And right. that's super liberal. And she's, you know, telling me that men shouldn't have anything to do with that decision and blah, 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 and blah, 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 right? So I, I just asked her a question. I said, "Is are you arguing the point about your body, your choice? She goes, yeah. I said, so what do you feel about vaccinations? She goes, you get them. I said, wasn't well, that my body, my choice? I mean, doesn't that follow the same course of thought? No. This, man. She said, the reason that you need to get a vaccination is so that you don't kill somebody, brother. And I just started laughing. I said, really, that makes no sense to me. And uh, she, just, she just was oblivious to what she was saying, man. I was like, really? I'm like, that makes no sense to me, man. I mean, it's, as long as it follows their narrative, you know, do what I tell you to do, but it doesn't have to make any sense. And you're right. We need more people to vote, brother. We need more people like us to vote. That we do. Uh, the, the midterms are incredibly important. The next president, presidential cycle is incredibly important. Because look at what these people have done in eight months. Yeah, look at what right. has happened in eight months. You know, I've never, I've never talked bad about a president, and I'm not going to do it about this one either, but I've never also been afraid of one either. Mm. And, you know, for the first time in my 51 years of life, I am terrified for our country because of our leadership. And yeah. that, that's not an easy thing to say. I'm with you, man. I, I appreciate the call, man. Hey, you have a great weekend, man. Too. All right, thank you, man. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it, and it, you know, fearful in a sense, and I would suspect, you know, and and God bless you for not, you know, having the respect to to not talk ill about the president. I will, but uh, fearful in the sense that he's out of his mind. Well, he's Donald Trump said it last week, and I think you know, there's something wrong with him. There's something very wrong with him. I mean, there really, really is. Now, as far as the lying thing, like saying he was a tree of life and he wasn't, you know, that's Joe. I do know that, well, like, when you're in, you know, mental decline or dementia, the early stages of onset dementia, whatever you want to call it, you don't miss, you know what I mean? Like, you don't invent stuff, right? You forget stuff, but you don't invent stuff. That's Joe being a lying sack of you-know-what. Uh, two one zero five nine. You know, that's that's the thing. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, let's take a. We're gonna take a break here, and uh, we got lots of folks. Uh, hang on, hang on the phone if you can uh, through the news break. Tom, Richard, and Juan, and we'll talk to you again. It's 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 Friday. It's a holiday weekend, so we're kind of free forming it. Whatever's on your brain, whatever you want to kick around, uh, feel free. I do think that one of the reasons they are obsessing on the abortion law in Texas is because they really don't want you talking about Afghanistan. 
I really believe that's a part of it. Uh, plus, the abortion law is one of their favorite topics to scream and yell about. But, you know, the, the, the Afghanistan thing isn't over you know, by any measure. People are suffering. Women and girls are suffering a horrible fate in that country. And we just left them behind, man. 210-599-5585. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean, hi. So whatever the hell you want to talk about. 210-599-5585. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking for, I'm, aren't you, I, I know for a lot of folks in the world, and especially on the East Coast, you know, there's no three-day weekend for them. But, uh, you know, it, it, I'm glad it's, a, it's, I'm looking forward to like a three-day weekend and just kind of napping, just doing a lot of napping. I already said that. Because you look at everything that has taken place, especially just over the past week, Chris, right? Like, I, I mean, you know, think about it. On planet stinking Earth, everything that has stinking taken place, we got, you know, a lion sack of crap president, we we have a disastrous, bloody withdrawal from a 20-year war where thousands of Americans and perhaps thousands of Americans and our allies certainly uh, have been left behind to almost certain death. And not just like, you know, I hate to say easy death, but, you know, they torture you before they kill you. I mean, it's, you know, in a really horrible way. And, you know, they kept the floods in New York City. Uh, we've now lost, you know, I think over 40, 45 people uh, across three states, mostly in New Jersey because of the uh, the hurricanes. You know, and then here in Texas, on top of everything, we got abortion. You know, it's just, it's, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. I mean, it's just, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's a very strange and dark time on planet Earth right now. And, uh, and I don't, I can't remember now because I've been rambling like such a weirdo today, but you know, here's what I long, I long for boring days. I say that all the time. I just long for boring days. And, you know, there's the old, I, I believe it, it is a Chinese curse, if I'm not mistaken. May you live in interesting times. And many people, misinterpret that to mean well may you live in interesting times like hoo-ha you know like you're, you're lots of cool stuff going on no interesting times are bad times because in interesting times there's all kinds of stuff going on good and bad and largely bad it's why it's considered a curse you know for me it's like may you live in boring times that's what i want Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. here's juan how you doing juan Hey, good morning, morning. Hey, man, what's hey, on uh, your brain I, there? I just want to bring about, maybe a lot of, you know, Americans already know that, some uh, situation awareness. You know, whether we know it or not, the current administration somehow already corrupted and bought out the media. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you why, because in Mexico, they don't censor too much like they do here. But even now, we got families that they're scared to say certain stuff because they could be retaliated, laid it on, or, you know, lose their license. You know, mm. they're, they're saying that now. We, and that's a crying shame. 
Well, these, you know, these are very chilling times in our own country with this woke stuff. And, uh, you know, people uh, are, are now suddenly afraid of what they posted on social media a hundred years ago, coming back to haunt them. Could I lose my job? Is that what you mean? That kind of stuff? Uh, if, well, if you, well, if you. Well, no, so much more about the administration. Oh. They, in other words, they can't say the truth, the bad about the administration, oh. because they could lose their license. Oh, I got you. mean the media and yeah, yes, well, I don't yes. know to what extent. You know, I, think, I, said, I think Mexico don't censor too much, but even now they complain, you know, deep in there that you know they got to be careful what they say against the administration, and that's kind of unfair. Oh, I got you. Yeah. You don't know the good, the bad, and the ugly because no administration is perfect. You know, to make a sound decision, you know, when it comes to voting time, you know, these guys are always perfect. Well, there, the, 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 I, I think there are people within the American, because you're right, especially in Mexico, like you, you got to be careful what you say, you know, as a journalist, just like in Afghanistan. Um, in America, I think there's a lot of willing partners in that propaganda. I think there are people, an individual. Well, yeah, because it's corruption and money's involved. Right, but I, I think there, but, but they also agree politically and they want to protect them. But I think there are people within the media, American media, who are afraid to go against that party line, if you will, because they'll lose their jobs and, uh, and, and they'll get drummed out of journalism. But unfortunately, it's not anything resembling journalism when you're covering one side of things one way and covering it differently another way. And I, I, I appreciate the call. I gotta, I, you know, I gotta, uh, uh, you know, you, you know, uh, thanks, Juan. You, you look at any number of stories and how they're, you know how they're protect- just look at look at our voter integrity law. Just uh, just use that as an example, okay? Um, there's absolutely nothing racist about it. You, you can you know file through every page of that law, and you will not find anything that actually oppresses or keeps black and Hispanic people from voting. It's it doesn't exist. All right. It actually expands voting hour, early voting hours. It actually, I believe, uh, expands the kinds of uh, IDs that you can use uh, in order to vote. It provides for folks who are incapacitated and need help to vote. But if you're listening to elite media sources, uh, you know, it's Jim Crow uh, 1.20, I guess it is, or 2.0, Jim Crow 2.0. It keeps black people and Hispanic people from voting. Uh, you know, it's this and it's that. And that's the story you're going to hear. That's how it's going to be presented to you time and time and time again. And it's absolutely not true. Um, but, again, you, you, have a, you have co-conspirators uh, in this crap with the media. And, I, again, a lot of the bigwigs in national media are completely fine with that. It's their choice. You know, I think some of the uh, there are individual reporters and individual editors and and such and producers uh, across the country who are just too cowed, if you will, or too scared to actually report what's really going on for fear of being drummed out of the of the of the industry. It's sad because this is this is freaking America, at least it used to be. So, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, I, I never thought I would see things get this bad in America in that regard. Um, and that blatant. And is this live or is Biden speaking right now? Oh, he's talking about the jobs report? 
Is that him now, or is that? Uh, let's take a listen. Wages are up, especially for working class Americans. Even so, even with the progress we've made, we're not where we need to be in our economic recovery. There are two critical tasks ahead this month to get us closer to our goal and to take the next steps in our recovery. And the first, we need to make more progress in fighting the Delta variant of COVID-19. This is a continuing pandemic of the unvaccinated. Since becoming president, I've ramped up testing, secured enough vaccine for every single American, and gotten 175 million Americans fully vaccinated. Still, still too many have not gotten vaccinated and is creating a lot of unease in our economy and around our kitchen tables. Today's report shows that the steps we've taken, passing the rescue plan and vaccinating 175 million people, make our economy capable of growing and adding jobs even in the face of this continuing Delta surge. A strength in our economy very different from the way things were last winter. There's no question the Delta variant is why today's job report isn't stronger. I know people were looking and I was hoping for a higher number. But next week, I'll lay out the next steps that are going to, we're going to need to combat the Delta variant to address some of those fears and concerns. I want to talk about how we'll further protect our schools, our businesses, our economy, and our families from the threat of Delta. As we continue to fight the Delta variant, the American Rescue Plan we passed continues to support families, businesses, and communities. Even as some of the benefits that were provided are set to expire next week, states have the option to extend those benefits and the federal resources from the Rescue Plan to do so. That, not more federal taxes, state taxes, but they have the federal money to be able to do that. States continue to have access to a wide array of support like help for schools that are reopening, help for childcare centers to make them available and affordable, and other resources to help our economy get back to normal. The measures we've taken so far have brought America out of an economic freefall, steadied us, and enabled us to grow our economy even as we combat, continue to combat COVID. We are adding jobs, not losing them. The fight against COVID today is far different from the fight we were waging last winter. The second thing that has to happen in September is for the Congress, the House and Senate, to finish the job of passing my economic agenda so that we can keep up the historic momentum we've been building these last seven months. It's about investing in America's future, not about short-term stimulus. That's not what we're talking about. These are long-term prosperity we're talking about, about lowering the cost of living for families, creating millions of good-paying jobs for hardworking Americans. It's about reducing bottlenecks in our economy, reducing long-term price pressures. It's about helping more people to work by helping ease the burden that parents bear, especially mothers, keeping them out of the job market. Both the Senate and the House have taken important steps forward to pass my bipartisan infrastructure plan. This bill is going to end years of gridlock. We used to remember all we had, we always had, uh, you know, the whole notion we had, I guess, was every week was going to be infrastructure week. Well, both literally and figuratively, it's going to 
change things on our streets across the country and and figuratively as it relates to Washington. We're going to create millions of good-paying jobs. We're going to ease inflationary pressure and allow us to win the competition of the 21st century in a global economy where the competition has become more intense. Look, it's historic investment in roads and rail and transit and bridges in clean energy and clean water, universal broadband. It's going to modernize our energy grid. You need not go any further than look what's happening across the country now in terms of the energy grid. It's about resilience. Make our roads and highways safer. Make us more resilient to the kinds of devastating impacts from extreme weather we're seeing in so many parts of the country. And look, this is about good-paying jobs for ordinary people, blue-collar workers, jobs at prevailing wage, not $15 an hour or 20 or 30 but for the carpenters and pipe fitters, plumbers, electrical workers, and so many other Americans, about 90% of the jobs we'll create with this plan won't require a college degree, but will fundamentally transform the lives of millions of people. It's going to transform America and propel us into the future, just as we did when we built the Transcontinental Railroad and we electrified the country, the TVA. Look, at the same time, the House and Senate have to advance my Build Back Better agenda. That bill contains critical investments in child cares to make it easier for families to be able to go to work and, ass and assure their child is being taken care of. And home care for seniors, the polling data shows among your generation, all of you out here, your greatest concern is caring for your elderly parent, even more than your child. It's about paid leave, allowing people with a new child or a sick spouse at home to take care of them without risking losing their paycheck. Not indefinitely, but for a time period they can actually make a difference. Universal pre-K and community college, making us significantly better educated and increasing our competitive edge globally around the world over time. And we'll combat climate change by building our clean energy future creating, the experts point out, millions of jobs and building windmills and solar panels oh. all around the country and transferring that energy, transmitting it to parts that don't have that capacity. We're going to bring down the cost of prescription drugs by allowing Medicare to finally be able to negotiate drug prices with producers. Look, and so much more. Here's the thing you need to know. What? We're going to deliver these investments without raising taxes one cent on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. How are we going to do that? We're going to do it by leveling the playing field, by just having a fair system where we ask the largest corporations and the wealthiest Americans to begin to pay their fair share, not more. They can still make a million dollars. Unfortunately, Mr. President, I'm going to have to break away from you because you're I can't tell if I'm going to, you know, defibrillate here or if I'm going to fall asleep. Um, 21059, we'll, we'll pick it up when we come back if he's still rambling. 21059955. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. The president is still gibbering about how spending trillions of dollars will somehow magically, you know, help the economy. And, well, it's, Chris, when you say it's kind of an all, he's hitting all different issues. 
except for Afghanistan, of course. He's not really talking about that one. Let's bring him up again, although I'm going to leave my mic on so you can actually hear my reactions. The fact is that, uh, you know, the very wealthy, will, they're still going to have three homes or four homes if they oh, want. Oh, God. Like you? It's not going to change what schools they can send their kids to. It's not going to change their standard of living. But just pay a fair share. <laughs> Corporate America is going to continue to do very well. Job killer. I've seen no evidence to suggest that it's going to cause <laughs> jobs or cost. I mean, you know. Hey, hey, look. It just. And now we need Congress to finish the job, to come through for the American people, ensure that the economy continues to gain strength and stability as we move forward. Finally, finally, look, third thing we need to do, all of us, Mm. is to stick together. Mm. We have to put ourselves on track to accomplish extraordinary things. Like the Americans you left behind in Afghanistan? A strong, inclusive, historic economic growth. (laughs) Landmark investments to create even more good jobs and deliver breathing room for millions of families. Yeah. A giant step forward in the fight against climate change, the crisis oh. made more evident than ever by the death and destruction oh. caused by extreme weather just these past few days. Oh. My agenda, I believe, uh, is I one can't that remember. every American, if they understand it, can get behind. Because of the work we've all put in, not just here in Washington, but in communities across the country, Every one of those goals is now within our reach. Afghanistan. Coming together has always been part of the DNA of America. Afghanistan. (laughs) And if we can summon that instinct within us to unite as one people, one nation, there's nothing beyond our capacity. Right. So let's keep going. Let's stick together. Let's remember who we are. You've heard me say it time and again, we're the United States of America. And the Mm. rest of the world is looking to us. Uh, because we're, we are the most uh, prosperous nation in the world right now. Oh, we're growing, and there's a fairness to what we're doing. Oh, a fairness. Oh. We'll still have millionaires. We'll still have billionaires. We'll still have corporations. Still have people in Afghanistan. Own CEOs to make a lot of money, but everybody has to start paying <laughs> their fair share. Thank you very much. All right. You know what you can do, Mr. President. Is he taking questions or did he just trot off? Who cares? Uh, we'll be right back. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. At the end of the day, President Biden is responsible for the decisions that were made in Afghanistan. He was the one that had this arbitrary date and pulled our forces out before every American could get on a bird and fly to safety. That is unconscionable. Never in the history of our country did I think that we would be standing in a place where our president and our government has abandoned American citizens behind enemy lines. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, you know, he didn't have much to say about Afghanistan just now. Uh, six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA. <clears throat> he spent most of his time rambling about the jobs numbers aren't quite as good as they expected. Unemployment is not quite as good as they expected. And, uh, you know, that's why we, you need to pass my, all my bills, my multi-trillion dollar bills, because if we just pump some more money into getting people to build windmills, we'll create all kinds of jobs. Right? Cause that's a, and, 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 you know, taxing the wealthy and, and corporations, 
and he prattled on about you know, they need to pay their fair share, even though the wealthiest among us, and, uh, and, and this is a tired fact, you already know this, uh, and the, the corporations pay pretty much the bulk of the tax burden of this country every year. And one thing we discovered, it's a basic economic truth, that, you know, went into a, actually we saw with our own eyes and experience when Donald Trump was president, is that when corporations and rich people uh, have, you know, are not, have more of their own money, well, guess what? Those corporations, uh, they hire more people to do stuff. <laughs> they they pay them better to do stuff. Wealthy people, when they have more of their own money, uh, invest more in the economy, putting uh, money back into the economy. Because you remember Donald Trump... Uh, it was uh, tax cuts for everybody, tax cuts uh, for corporations. He, he got rid of some of the arbitrary uh, tax regs uh, on, on business, whether small or large or medium. And, again, the, the economy was rocking and rolling. The economy was rocking and rolling in this country until the pandemic. In fact, it was one of the best economies we've ever had in this country. And it did that by loosening up the wheels of the economy rather than tightening them on the wealthiest and on corporate America. Uh, uh, you know, because it, it, from, the, from the leftist puke side of things, it's kind of like the landlord stereotype, right? All corporations are evil and greedy, and all rich people are evil and greedy, even though Joe Biden is a rich guy. But again, as we saw during the, during the Trump administration, when you allow wealthy people to invest more and to spend more, and you allow corporate America, you know, some tax relief as far as some of the arbitrary stuff, yeah, wow, they hire more people to do things. Joe Biden also went off on how, you know, we're investing in the economy by essentially paying people free money. You know, uh, so they don't have to worry or struggle so hard when times get rough. Well, as Trey and I were talking about on Where and Rhyme, one of the reasons you, you see a help wanted sign in just about every business in, in your in your neighborhood right now is that uh, people are staying home and they're just taking the government check. So, you know, listening to any Democrat rattle on or, you know, ramble on about economic issues is always kind of a, a sorry thing to hear because nothing they suggest actually works. And that doesn't mean because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, great and brilliant economic analyst. I'm not. I could barely balance a freaking checkbook. But I know the basics of, of the economy, and I know the basics of economics. I know that because my, my old man used to teach a course in high school when I was going to high school uh, that uh, was all about basic economics. I don't, I don't think they teach basic economics anymore in high school. But when business has more of its own money, it invests in more employees, in investing or expanding business. And then people are making more money, and so they're making more major life purchases like houses, like like cars, 
uh, moving the money around the economy, and uh, and that's how how things rock and roll economically. It's pretty basic stuff. So with basic basic economics, we can spread the wealth around, right? By using the economy instead of like obliterating it. Well, look, and I don't. What was the look thing going on with with Biden? Every other word was look, 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 man, look, corn pop. There were probably instructions to him. <laughs> look down at your script. Look, no, look down, sir. Look. <laughs> oh God! And then climate change, climate change. Uh, what do you think? Plus, it's it's Friday. Rudy J from uh from ESPN, the ESPN Morning Show, seven to ten Monday through Friday with Rob Thompson and Rudy J. He'll be joining us in a few minutes. He's becoming quickly becoming one of my favorite people. He's a cool cool guy. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Happy Happy Friday, Sean. Oh God, I, yes. I refuse to let. That ignorant buffoon of a president ruined my happy Friday. <laughs> I have I have a little bit of good news. A small glimmer of light. Uh, my ignorant Democrat brother and I have not agreed on anything politically in my living memory. <laughs> the, the other day, y'all had the story about the uh, bomb dogs in Afghanistan. Getting right. Behind. Yeah. I brought it up to him that night. And he basically told me I was a damn fool for listening to idiots on Talking Head Radio, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to last night. He brought it up. I didn't. He said, you were right about leaving the dogs behind. And I made the comment, something similar, I don't remember exactly. Uh, The subhuman that ordered that, whether it be the president or one of his underlings, should be summarily dismissed from the United States Armed Forces because they don't deserve to wear the uniform. And he agreed with me 100%, Sean. Building bridges of understanding between you and your liberal brother. See how you are? That's great. I'm telling you, a a sliver of light, not much, but a sliver (laughs) of light coming through the darkness. A sliver of light in the darkness, man. That's Well, you know, I, I think a lot of people agree Republican or Democrat, once they really, especially Democrat, when they really start learning about how this thing in Afghanistan went down and what's still going on, they're freaking horrified. You know, I mean, that's why the media wants you thinking about abortion laws in Texas all of a sudden. That's why the media wants you thinking about climate change. Yep, and uh, just one question. Where do I find a handmaid? My wife for 48 <laughs> years has never been a handmaid. Oh, my God. Uh, Got to go back to the mid-'80s. All right, man. I appreciate the call, yeah, Richard. As you do. Have a great weekend, man. Bye. It's a handmaid's tale. It's a handmaid's tale. You haven't read the book, have you? I think I did years ago. It came out in the. It came out in nineteen. Margaret Atwood. Didn't I just sound like Johnny Carson there for a second, Chris? Margaret Atwood. Oh, well, back in the mid eighties, wrote the Handmaid's Tale. Well, you know, most of the people who are gibbering about The Handmaid's Tale haven't actually read the novel. You know what I mean? I, I just suspect that. It's an HBO series, right? They've seen the HBO series. Who was it that actually compared 
women in Texas, women and girls in Texas, to 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 women and girls in Afghanistan? Didn't somebody actually put that crap out a few couple days ago? I think I heard somebody out. Maybe it was MSNBC. I just, if you're unconcerned about women and girls, and as we're hearing reports now, pregnant women in Afghanistan are being kicked in the stomach. Girls are being sold into slavery, sex slavery, and uh, marriages with like 40-year-old creeps in the Taliban. If, If you're... Not if you're concerned about this law here in Texas, but you're not concerned about that. I don't really give a crap what your thoughts are about the laws here in Texas. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. You know, you kind of invalidate yourself just a smidge. Uh, Doctor Fauci uh, says the MU variant. We got an MU variant. Is that like a Marvel Universe variant now? We got the MU variant that he says isn't too bad. But they're watching it. I just isn't that terrible, Chris? Is that the is that the multiverse variant from from is that the Marvel multiverse variant? Should we call Doctor Strange? <laughs> like, can we? Yeah, I, I've seen some of the trailers for the new Spider Spider Dude flick. You know, in Spider Man. Why is it everything's got every every new Spider Man going home, homecoming, never going home? Don't you wish Doctor Strange was freaking real? He could just say, "Could you just roll us back pre-pandemic, pandemic, please?" Why, of course. Uh, all right, two one zero five nine. Do I have something to talk about here, Chris? I can't remember. I- I'm so burnt out after this week, man. Two. I am two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, Rudy J from uh, ESPN from the ESPN Morning Show, uh, seven to ten Monday through Friday. It's a very cool show. He and Rob Thompson do a great show, and uh, he'll be joining me here in a couple of minutes. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSa. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. Rock and roll, and we're back nineteen minutes after ten on Newstalk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. One of my favorite uh, times of the morning now, joined by uh, Rudy J from the ESPN Morning Show with Rob Thompson. 7 to 10, you guys go on every morning, five to uh, 7 to 10. Yep, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. Uh, and, and well, Rudy, not this month. Coming well, Monday. not this Monday. You off Monday as well? Yes. Yes. Although everybody here has been trying to mess with me. because Look. What do you mean? Well, you know, you, you and we established this yesterday that you've known Chris Glasgow yeah, for, for, a for a long time. Okay, He and I have worked together for 10 years. Oh damn, so I think uh, a little you've known him well, a little longer than me but probably. For the f- first 5 years, actually maybe the first 6 or 7 cuz I'm old, you know, I'm old school radio and then I'm always paranoid about when I work and when I don't. Trey and I were talking this morning like if it's if you, it, you know Labor Day am I working am I not working? You know, when I'm off for Christmas, I don't know. I don't want to miss my show. You know, just you know what I mean. You're, I'm the same way. Do you ever have like dreams where like you're 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 late for a gig and you wake up and sweating? I have. Again, my when I was on the other station, I was on in the afternoons. Right. So now, like, I have to set four alarms because <laughs> I'm scared I'm gonna miss the right. show. Like, or I live clear across town. I live on Petrenko 1604, oh, wow. way off Eisenhower. So I was already a 30 minute drive. If I oversleep at all. You right. know what I mean? So I have I'm going through that right now. Where you're you're always kind of like, weird. Freaking out like, "Oh my gosh, I'm right. 
make sure I get up, get out of bed as soon as the first alarm goes off. So yeah, it, it, it's a stressful. It's a thing that's in your mind, and so I'm kind of saying when holidays roll holidays around, holidays is saying like, oh, are we off the day before Thanksgiving right. and the, the Friday after Thanksgiving, like. You know, well, this guy over here for the first seven or eight years would always mess with me, and I'd say, "Chris, are we, are we working on Monday?" Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's lying, and he's lying. That's it's you know, and then I'm, I'm I'm to the point to where I'm texting him, you know, on the day we're off, right? Uh, See, we're like, not working, are we? <laughs> like perfect example, like I think Christmas this year is on a Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, Christmas, oh man, Christmas is a Saturday, so are we off. Friday and Monday? Or what, I don't what know. It, I hate when Christmas falls on. we got to figure that out now. People that work, you know, you hate when Christmas is on a weekend. It's like, <laughs> damn. It's like, damn you feel like Christmas. you're kind of screwed, you know what I mean? Yeah, so New Year's New Year's Day is a Saturday. <sighs> are we off the day before? The or, Friday, or, are we or, off New Year's or Monday Eve? Or Monday? Yeah, like, know. give us a day. I don't know. I'll still be figuring it out uh, on that day. Do you ever, like, this is, I think, another old school radio thing. Do you ever have, like, nightmares <laughs> where where you're on the air but nothing's working? Have you ever had that phenomenon? I haven't phenomenon? had that one yet. That mean, maybe I haven't been in a lump business long enough. I well, maybe I'm just Watch, up. I'm going to have it this weekend. I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> I, have that I put dream. it in your mind. So you've had that dream where, like, you're pressing buttons and nothing's, nothing's happening. Or, you know, I can't get the thing to play. And, uh, right. and like, oh, and then you I wake up. you got to find a way to detach, man. I, I, I might just be messed up. It <laughs> might be that. you got to find a way to get aware. You shouldn't be dreaming about work. Oh, I do, though. Yeah. Now you were you guys were talking about the McDonald's flurry machine yeah. thing this yeah. morning. Yeah, um, it's crazy that they're having someone really look into it, but they're looking into it not so much because it's like we got to get to the bottom of this. We need our ice cream. It's like okay, the people, the big dogs of McDonald's, are y'all screwing your franchise owners <laughs> over? Because basically, what's going on is you can only get that machine fixed through McDonald's, and I'm sure right. it costs the arm and a leg. So the franchise owners are pretty much boycotting. Like, forget it. I just won't fix the damn thing. That's why it's never because it probably costs too much to fix it, and you can only go through one place to get it fixed. I said I didn't know. We talked about that briefly. I didn't know about that part of the story that right. if you because they're they're having a big problem with the McFlurry machines right. breaking down, so they can only get somebody to repair it through the corporation. Yes, which is foul. So they can't call some local dude. No, you can't call up your your, your uncle, your 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 cousin that knows how to fix. No, <sighs> got to do it through McDonald's. So. As a franchise owner, you just say, I just won't fix it. So they're just not offering to say, you know so what? So once Robert it's McClory. broken, it's going to be broken for a while. <laughs> but like I told Rob, you know, there's 35 other things on the menu that can kill you. <laughs> Pick one. You know, you, you'll you be and not like, you got Marble Slab. You got Baskin Robbins. Like, do you really need ice cream from McDonald's? We got a thousand other options. Right. It's not like it's the ice cream capital yeah, of the like, USA. Like, why is this a thing? You but know, then again, I'm not an ice cream guy, so well, it, it, I think like Steve Martin used to say that it's all made out of the same crap, you know, like it's just McFlurry, you know, hamburgers. Yeah. They just throw some Oreo chips in one of them. Now, did you have you done? Like, I'm going to say this that like, you know, and I'm not harping on McDonald's, but I'm going to harp on McDonald's, okay? Because growing up, I freaking love McDonald's. Yeah, we all did. We Didn't all wanted. We? It. we all wanted that crap. Like the like the quarter pounder with cheese, I think was my favorite. Then I, I graduated as I got older to the Big Mac. You, yeah. <laughs> Well, I graduated to realizing, like, man, there's so many better burgers. Well, there and are. And I don't want to poop on McDonald's, but yeah. But but I, maybe this is more true of of of, uh, of fast food joints in general, in that where they used to grill stuff, 
Now they just come out of steamy little drawers. Like the, the patties. <laughs> you you know, have you seen that crap where they pull the drawer open? There's like four or five different steamy little the patties. The worst thing you could do is stand over the counter and watch them prepare it. Yeah. You'd rather not watch it. <laughs> all, all the crap is in little drawers now. And all the steam comes up and it's all <laughs> dripping wet. You've seen it? Like, that's the I worst have. thing you can do is watch them make your food. Even the sausage patties in the morning, you're like, oh, <laughs> that's what it's in? It's Y'all microwave this thing? <laughs> they do. And it's Flabby. Now, why? Why is? I wonder why they don't fry that stuff. I guess is it not healthy, or is it? I guess it's the, just too the, much work. Acne cases that work the place these days don't don't know how to fry stuff. It's I don't called know. fast food. It's called fast food. It's called fast food. They're it's trying to do it as fast as possible. Steamy little drawers. Yeah. Well, that sounds dirty. <laughs> I, it does. I guess I don't like steam. It sounds <laughs> Morgan's dirty. Cry. I don't like steamy little drawers, man. I just don't. <laughs> I caught that. I'm getting old. I caught that. I, well, and I was telling you guys earlier also that because of the heart attack, like the only, there's only one thing I, I know. Can, only one thing I can eat at the McDonald's, and it's the most boring thing they have. Fish fillet. The McFish fish the fish fillet. And fish fillet. Yo, that sandwich is bad. And I said today, it tastes. I'd rather like, have Fred's. And that's, oh man, <laughs> I'd rather have. Give me a Fred's. Oh, I've give never me a box been. Of Fred's. What? No, because the, the, I said this morning the the, the filet of fish tastes like fish gum on a butt. But like the Fred's fish fry, my wife grew up in the West Side. She's like, you gotta try it. It's good. It's that you know, it's good. It's better than the McDonald's sandwich for sure. I, hitting myself in the head with a small hammer is probably better than the, yeah. than the, the, the so filet you, of fish. You, are you just are you plant based now? Pretty well, much? I, I I just I, it's got to be low sodium. Okay, I, oh, I, so I, it's I, the salt. I, it's the salt, so I can't do fried food. It, just, it sucks because. You know, Pryor is a huge fried food person, and I love Mexican food. And uh, there's just a lot of stuff that I can't eat now. Well, I I worked at Burger King in high school, and we had people come through and do no salt, and we would lay down the sheet. We would take out all the fries and lay down the sheet and make their fries and pour it on top of the sheet, and they would be... Oh, wow. So... If you, wanted to be, if you want to be that guy that to, to, to make the whole the whole crew mad, you can't go in there and ask them no salt and they can they can figure it out for you. I, I should do it in the drive through so Dude, it takes they like twenty minutes. So, we would get so mad at that person. Like beyond man. I never did anything to their food, but you'd be like, Dude, really? Because you gotta take all the other fries out first. Then you lay down the sheet, the little plastic sheets, and pour his fries on top, and you don't no salt. I'm such a jerk. I'm gonna wait for like four people to pile up behind me at the drive-through. And then <laughs> that would be do it. so bad. Can I get that without any salt, please? That's worse than the lottery ticket guy. <laughs> lottery ticket guy. Lottery ticket guy will make you mad. I worked at six convenience stores, and really? lottery ticket guy was the worst guy. Number twenty-six. Then we get eleven. And then they go scratch him off in the store and come right back. <laughs> I hated that guy. It's like, and it's always on payday. It's like they blow their Dude, entire ticket paycheck. They're buying twenty dollars tickets. They do. Uh, wow. I, I feel like I'm close. Yeah, no, I got a not. system. No, you yeah. don't. I'm like, man, I gotta figure out something. <laughs> Rudy J, man, My mornings, man. ESPN, seven to ten with Rob Thompson. You guys are great. And th- I know thanks for having me here, well, man. Oh, I appreciate no, it. I, we love having you on. I know this is the end of your day, so thanks for hanging out with me, oh, man. man. I appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. You have a great weekend, you man. You too. All righty. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. You want to give me? Do you, how do you feel about little steamy drawers? <laughs> <laughs> Please give us a call. <laughs> See, I'm talking about the hamburger patties. They're in the steamy little drawers at the, at the, at the fast food places now. You're such a pervy little man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not.
You have, a, you have a guest in the studio, and you start talking about steamy drawers. I'm talking about... Especially on Grab Your Nuts Day. Oh, uh, what the know, hell's it, wrong with it you? It is Grab Your Nuts Day. You, you know, like almonds and pecans. This is the only radio show on the planet you need to take a shower after you listen to it. I do, every day. No, you don't. I don't often make it, but... All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I make it about once a week at this point. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Yes, and we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean Hi. Is everybody having a good time? Phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. John, hang on. And Walensky, check. You know, I'm just, I'm sorry, but Jen Psaki just brought out the sexist pig in me today. That that Walensky chick over at the CDC, she's saying, uh, you know, if you're unvaccinated, it's too risky for you to travel this weekend. And if you are vaccinated, you travel at your own risk. <laughs> All sounds pretty risky, huh? Don't make me a sandwich. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, I've never been pregnant. Uh, let's go to, uh, and we're just free-forming it. Oh, oh, and, and, uh, the, you know, we all kind of fell into the Mandalorian thing last year, you know, the Star Wars trip. The, Robert Rodriguez says the book of Boba Fett, which is the next Star Wars TV show, is going to blow your mind. And I just want you all to know I am Star wars out and I am Marveled out. I, I, I just, I don't. I don't care anymore. I don't care if Boba Fett was the greeter at an interstellar Walmart. I, I don't care. I'm just, I'm done, man. Marveled out, Star Wars out. I'm actually beginning to enjoy the Hallmark Channel. There, I said it. Well, because it's like looking at a blank wall, you know what I mean? It just kind of, <laughs> it, it clears my mind, you know? Here's John. John, how are you? Morning, Sean. Hey. Two, two quick things. Yeah. Uh, the excerpts you showed, you listened to from uh, the president's uh, speech or Ugh. whatever it was. He's talking about jobs. Reminds me of uh, President Obama's shovel-ready jobs. Shovel-ready. <laughs> Not a single shovel has gone into the dirt, but they were shovel-ready. Right. right. But my real question was, I haven't heard you comment uh, about the governor of Mississippi's comments saying that he, in his uh, mind, it seemed that Christians were less afraid of COVID than uh, other people. And, I didn't actually hear that. That's what he said that? Yeah, yes. I, and I Googled it last night just to make sure he did say that. So uh, <laughs> check it out. Basically, and I will say this personally because I trust in God's plan and in Jesus, I have less fear. I'm not, you know, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything like right. that. But I go about life saying God's got a plan. I'm going to try to follow it. Christians less afraid of COVID than I'll look that up. That's an interesting concept. Um, I, you know, I'm not, and I appreciate the call, man. Let me, let me comment on that, okay? Uh, okay. And you have a great weekend. I, I, you know, I, from a purely Christian standpoint. Death shouldn't scare you. Um, I'm, I'm in that sense, right? Because if you're living right, you're, you're, you're not going to die. I, I, 
I, uh, I, as a, and I, sometimes I prefer being called a, calling myself a follower of, of Jesus. I, I don't really spend a lot of time. First off, I'm not afraid of COVID. It doesn't scare me. Um, I, it concerns me on occasion, but not, it doesn't scare me. Um, I just, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about what happens after I die. Uh, whether it's in regards to Christianity, my Christianity, my, my faith, or even, you know, end times theology and that kind of thing. I, I just, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about what happens, uh, after I die because I figure what's more important is what I'm doing right now. And if I'm, I guess, living right at this point, which I'll be honest with you, I'm not. I'm far from it. I'm still you know, kind of screwed up on some things and then, you know, and, and get a little lost inside myself and all that stuff. But I figure if you live the way you're supposed to live now, according to the theology, not theology, but including to, or according to what Jesus taught, well, then you'll be okay when the end times and all that stuff, or when you die, or what have you. So I'm, I'm neither afraid of COVID or not afraid of COVID. I mean, as far as, like, death, right, Chris? What do I say all the time? I'm afraid of being ripped apart by a bear. That would suck. Or being eaten by an alligator. But beyond that, you know, and I, and I guess, you know, also the experience that I've just had with the heart attack and all that, it does kind of open your eyes about existence and... <laughs> Being on planet Earth and, uh, you know, and, and what's important and what's not important. That doesn't mean that because I, I had a heart attack, and it wasn't a huge heart attack, but I had a heart attack, that I I suddenly got some kind of Kenobi-like enlightenment about existence because I still get just as stressed out about stuff as as I did prior to this, but that's something I'm working on. But I, I do know that... You know, life is pretty precious, and you just never know when your time is up. And that 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 idea is firmly in my noggin and in my heart right now. And, and even so, that doesn't mean I'm going to think about, you know, what happens specifically after I die, because I don't know. It's a great mystery, right? Even in the Christian faith, it's a great mystery as far as how that actually happens, what that actually is like. There's all kinds of metaphorical stuff about what happens and what it's described as, but we still don't know exactly how that transpires or, or what that existence is is like, a heavenly existence or what have you. So does that make sense? Am I making sense or am I just gibbering like a weirdo? Um, 210-599-5555. I don't want to start going Biden on you. Here's what I think about the after, the, 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 the you know, the, the thing, the, the, the after thing. Look, here's what I think about the thing. That is funny. Uh, and Chris and I were both kind of chuckling when we were listening to the president earlier. And he had a, a a thing today where he kept saying, look, look, look. And we were wondering if that's like the peep, the, per, the voice in the earpiece saying, look down at your script, sir. Look, look, no, no, don't say look, look down, look. Here's Scott. Scott, how you doing? Good. How you doing today? I'm happy it's Friday, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. You said a lot of stuff that uh, just now that I want to touch on, but what I originally called for is, you know, Jen Psaki saying, you know, if you're, vac- if you're unvaccinated, don't go anywhere. If you're vaccinated, 
travel at your own risk. Don't we all just travel at our own risk on a daily anyway? I, I do I every mean, day when I'm on 410. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it, she is such a moron. I miss the days of Kaylee McEnany. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Kaylee's she great. An, oh, my God. She was amazing. She, she was always on point, always had a great response either way. You know, whether it was good or bad, she was right. just honest about it. And, and Jen Psaki, she's a moron. She's well, a, this was actually from the CDC. I don't know if Jen Psaki actually responded. But think about Psaki in general. She's really unpleasant. She is. She doesn't come off as all that intelligent because half the time she's not answering the question. And yeah, the way yeah, she the way absolutely. she doesn't answer the question is by getting snotty. <laughs> and, and that just shows you. How, how much of an idiot she really is right. because her inflection and the way she puts everything across is like, it's the right thing. Do it now or you're going to suffer the consequences. Right. You know, we, we, I just drove my car right now. So I'm, right. I'm, there's a greater risk that I could get into an accident that I'm going to actually get COVID, you know? Well, and I, as a, my, my daughter's stepdad is a fireman and a first responder. He says driving is the most dangerous thing we do and we do it every day. I got to run, yeah. man. I appreciate the call. All right. Have a good weekend. You Thank too, you. brother. You too. 210-599-5555. Let's take a break. And then we'll come back and uh, talk some more. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I'm sorry. News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> Uh, 10.52, coming up on the three-day weekend. Thank you, Jesus. I was talking about my love of Jesus a few minutes ago, and I am. I'm a Christian. I'm a man of faith. I'm a practicing Christian, which means I keep screwing it up. Maybe someday I'll get it right. Thank you, Jesus, for three days off. Amen and amen. Um, you may be seated. I, I, I just got a message from a, a friend on Facebook who heard me going off on how Jen Psaki brings out the sexist pig in me. Like, I just I guess she was cracking up and her husband were cracking up about it. Well, because Jen Psaki, you know, was asked a very reasonable question by a guy from the Catholic Network. Uh, you know, well, Joe Biden says he's a Catholic, but yet he supports, you know, abortion. Um, how does that work? I'm paraphrasing. paraphrasing. And then Jen Psaki, you know, kind of gets really snarky. And the president, you know, he he uh, he supports a woman's right to choose. And then she's go- the guy tries to ask a follow up question, right? And she's like, you know, you've never been pregnant, so uh, you've never been in that situation. And then she cut him off. Said, okay, that's all. That's all for you. <laughs> and so we had the first half hour, we were like going off like Jen Psaki just makes me if, if I could finagle my way into the White House press corps just for one day. Right. Just not just for one day, man. I would I'd go all sexist pig on her just to see her just to see the fire and rage in her eyes, man. <laughs> Uh, Jen, yeah, Sean from KTSA uh, in San Antonio, Texas. Hey, I'm doing a chicken later. Uh, is that? Do I put that on 350? How long do I keep that in there for? That, that's Chris Glasgow's line, by the way. Uh, Jen, yeah, just to do it, just to see the look in her eye. 
Skull Handmaid's tail on her. Uh, Jen, yeah, uh, Sean from KTSA, um, do you have a banana nut bread recipe that you could share with us? My my hem is slipping a little. Do you have your sewing kit with you? Could you fix this for me while I'm here? You don't mind, do you? Can you make me a sandwich? Just to see what she, you know what I mean? Just because, you know, for someone like that, for a liberal idiot like that, that's like throwing freaking holy water on him. You know what I mean? Like, it burns, it burns. Lightly toasted, hon. Lightly toasted. You don't mind, like, putting the, putting the toaster just for a few minutes, right? <laughs> Call her on. Hey, Jen, uh, sweetheart, um, got a question? <laughs> I, I'd be kicked out immediately. KTSA would never be allowed near the White House or even in D.C. ever again. But God, it'd be worth it. You know what I mean? We'd end up on the terror watch list because of you. We would. We'd end up on a terror watch list. Hey, uh, Jen. Yeah. Hey, hon. Look, you know, look, I'm not usually into redheads, but, you know, you're kind of smoking today. <laughs> Is that Lycra? Just, you know, just to see what she would, how she would react. <laughs> I mean, she would, like, lose her S, wouldn't she? If you just did that, just to see what her reaction would be. You know, White House security would be there in seconds. I'd be dragged off. But God, it'd be fun. And as, dra- <laughs> as the White House security is dragging me off by the elbows, right? Like, hey, I love you, hon. Don't, don't let anybody tell you any different. Love what you do with the hair. <laughs> Go all Hannibal Lecter on Owen oh, Jen. Lo- love the suit. I'll what? tell our daughter I said hello. <laughs> I'll tell our daughter I said hello. She misses you. Is that child support payment coming through anytime soon? That's how you should start it. <laughs> yeah, remember me? <laughs> like that Richard, remember that Richard Private? You remember me? <laughs> you going to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, uh, Jen, yeah, it's me, your ex, okay? And Sean Jr. needs some new clothes for the school year, if you could handle that for me, since you got a nice big paying job. Do you have a banana nut bread recipe that you could share with the press corps? You, you remember my friend Al, Alimony? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, they wouldn't cash that last check, uh, Jen. They said insufficient funds. uh, Bounced. It bounced like a basketball dropped from the fifth floor. Just to see what her reaction would be. Just keep calling her hon and sweetheart. But you don't have any experience bouncing a basketball, so never mind. Right. Because you're a girl. Girls don't play basketball. (laughs) (laughs) He was talking about you. Oh, me. Oh, (laughs) I I, I never played basketball either. Hey, Jen, I bet you'd look really good in the prairie dress. Do you have any prairie dresses? I've been sitting here a while. Can you iron my pants? <laughs> no. We're not actually this person, you understand? It would just be for Jen Sackey, just to see what she does. Hey, Jen, it's good to see you again. You know, I dated this ginger chick back in college. Yeah, she remi- you remind me a lot of her. She was unpleasant, too. Um... One more question. 
One more question. Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Which do you prefer on a bologna sandwich? All right. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's the show. Thank you, Chris. That's all you get till Tuesday. Until <laughs> Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez. You've had enough time today. <laughs> Todd Morgan. Rudy J from ESPN. And, of course, my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.